0: CHAPTER Sixteen OF FIFTY YEARS A DETECTIVE 35 REAL DETECTIVE STORIES This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Maria Fatima da Silva FIFTY YEARS A DETECTIVE 35 REAL DETECTIVE STORIES By Thomas Furlong Arrest of Lawrence Poineer, a crooked yardmaster's crime, bold attempt to throw his captor overboard from a steamer, his conviction, sentence, and a later escapade. Lawrence Poineer was a young man, about 28 years of age, in 1881. He was a railroad man and was employed as yardmaster by the Texas and Pacific Railroad Company at New Orleans, Louisiana, where he had performed the duties of his position in a satisfactory manner for about two years. He finally went crooked and formed a conspiracy with the proprietor of a cotton pickery in New Orleans to defraud his employers. There are a large number of cotton pickeries in that city. Their business is to buy up damaged cotton such as has been through a fire and has been water-soaked or otherwise damaged they pick this cotton over very carefully eliminating the parts that have been damaged by fire or some like cause and sell the salvage for a good price in other words these cotton pickeries conduct a business similar to that of junk dealers in other cities poinia ran a carload of cotton into one of these pickeries, and sold it much below its market value. It was promptly unloaded by the pickery men, who destroyed the marks on the bales. The empty car was located, after some time and trouble, by me, but it took a long time to locate the cotton. After I had ascertained what had become of the cotton, and who had bought it, I set about to find Poineer, who had stolen it. I learned that he had left the service of the company of his own accord about three weeks after the cotton in question was missed. I tracked him from New Orleans to Palmyra, New York, where his parents resided. In Palmyra, I succeeded in obtaining a good photograph and a good description of him. He was almost a giant in stature, being nearly six feet six inches in height splendidly built weighed 225 pounds and wore a number eight shoe he was a fine-looking fellow and an expert railroad train service man from palmyra i traced him to buffalo new york from there to st paul minnesota from st paul i traced him to portland oregon and from portland to walla walla washington from walla walla back to La Dale's, washington which is about midway between portland and walla walla and on the columbia river here i found him in the service of the northern pacific railroad company engaged in painting box cars i obtained the necessary requisition papers from the governors of louisiana and oregon and arrested him at ladales took him to portland the head of navigation on the willamette river where i took passage for myself and prisoner on the steamship columbia for san francisco there was no one on the steamer not even the officers who knew that Poineer was a prisoner he had promised me that he would go with me quietly and i did not place him in irons i could not have handcuffed him with any ordinary handcuffs for the reason of the enormous size of his wrists after we had left astoria and were out several miles on the pacific we were taking a walk for exercise on the upper deck and when we were nearing the stern end of the vessel and there were no other passengers or even any sailors poinia suddenly seized me by the neck and body and attempted to throw me over the rail into the sea i grabbed him tightly around his neck and under one of his arms so tightly that he could not shake me off i lustily called for help and one of the cabin boys heard me gave the alarm and the captain and officer on the lookout in front of the vessel came rushing to my assistance when he heard them coming he let go and tried in vain "'to make it appear that he had been joking. "'I explained the situation to the captain, "'who promptly placed Poignier in irons "'and placed him below in what is called the brig in a ship, "'where he remained until we arrived in San Francisco. "'There I had him taken to the city jail, "'where I kept him for two or three days "'until I had gotten thoroughly rested.' I borrowed a set of irons from Chief of Police Crowley, placed these irons on Poinia, and took him on board a Southern Pacific railroad train, and in due time lodged him safely in the old parish prison in New Orleans. He was tried, convicted, and sentenced to four years in prison in Baton Rouge, where he served his term out. After this, I lost track of him until about 10 years ago, just before the Olive Street cable was changed to an electric streetcar line in St. Louis. I boarded a grip car on Olive Street one morning, and to my surprise, I recognized Lawrence Poinier, acting as gripman on the car I had boarded. Poinier recognized me on sight, but he did not speak and seemed to be very much confused. I left the car near the turning point. Later, I was informed that Jones had left his grip car at the foot of Olive Street that morning. Jones was the name that Poignier had given when he had secured the position from the company as gripman about three weeks prior to my having recognized him. He left Saint Louis and has not been heard from since, to my knowledge. End of Chapter Sixteen.